0: Welcome into More Important Issues. It is Monday, June 22nd. I know it's looking uh, a little bit different, not just the days, but we're also remote. I know that's not always the case, uh, but we did whatever we could to make it happen. Landon's on vacation. Uh, Yesterday was obviously uh, Father's Day. Hope you guys had a a wonderful Father's Day, uh, celebrated uh, appropriately, whether you're a father or uh, you you have father. Father, father, a father, fathers, whatever it may be. Hope you guys celebrated and uh enjoyed it. It's great to be back. We got a lot to talk about. I'm pumped. How's the beach, man? I haven't really talked to you much, at least about the beach.
1: It's good. It's uh it's hot. Um <clears throat> I got I ate some good seafood out of lobster roll last night, so oh, nice. it's been good.
0: Did you go to Maha for shit?
1: I passed it last night. We went to Clearwater. I passed it. Oh, um, coming back. Oh, yeah, it looked like a hole in the wall. It's awesome. I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: you got to try it out. If you're ever in Indian Rocks. Um, uh, Dude, there's a fun. ton
1: of nice houses in Indian Rocks.
0: Yeah, no, no Indian Rocks is nice. I, I've always enjoyed uh, enjoyed my time in Indian Rocks. Um, yeah, if you're ever down there, it's a lot of fun. Uh, John's Pass. Y'all go down to John's Pass?
1: Yeah, we we, I think we're like – I rode my bike there today, so okay. we're like a mile away. Yeah, no, John, John's I'm Pass really is away. a lot of fun, too
0: um yeah we do have a great show for you guys though uh we're talking about some recruiting uh it's been you know one of those one of those weeks uh and we've talked about that a lot God, we tried to prepare you for it um we'll be talking about it more uh tonight and then we've got some uh we've got some team news for you uh some numbers released for some new freshmen
1: yeah i like it just some uh I love the, the warrior to slaughter. I think yeah. that's that's probably my favorite move. Um, there's no zero.
0: There's no zero, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that uh, they save that for a veteran. Or maybe Jeremy Pruitt's is yeah. not a zero guy. I don't know.
1: Maybe he just wants a defensive tackle to get it. Just a big, fat defensive lineman he's getting me, zero, right? that'd be awesome. Yeah he's, yeah,
0: he's got my thought on it. We are going to talk about the black jerseys. Uh, Tennessee did announce last week, and we we did a little video on it. Um, But but if you didn't get to check that out, we are going to talk about the new alternate jerseys and the black jerseys that Jeremy Pruitt talked about when he met with the media. Um, We are also talking uh, some position previews. We're getting into our position previews. Later on in the week, we'll go back to our uh, opponent previews, and we're talking Furman. That's later on in the week. Tonight, we're talking position previews. Going to talk about the safeties. Ah, and we'll get more into it later, but uh, I expect a lot out of this position group.
1: Yeah, I think especially with the two head coach or the the two coaches that coach, you know, kind of that position with Jeremy Pruitt and and Derek Ansley with their kind of record with those defensive backs. You would like to think with those young guys, um, guys that have been in their program for a while, um, that they'd take that next step in their development.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. We'll see. We'll see.
1: I just want picks.
0: Yeah, we we do need we. I feel like last year was really weird, and maybe we'll talk about this too. I feel like we had games where we had like two interceptions, three interceptions, and then games we had zero. Obviously, our turnover yeah, it was very high.
1: It was a little inconsistent, um, but I I feel like we did get better toward the end. We right. played some weird teams, like Kentucky. They threw it like what one time, <laughs> yeah, and it was it was an interception. <laughs> so you have um. I think room to improve, and I I, I want to see what Trayvon Flowers looks like. He, he's finally healthy. Absolutely. I thought, Hopefully he's able to finish out a season. That'd be nice.
0: I, I think there's some high expectations for him this season. Uh, then we're talking about no more Duggs. He did win Tennessee a national championship. you got to appreciate that. Uh, but rip in, peace, rip, rip in peace to old uh, Coach Duggerton.
1: Yeah, it, it was fun while it lasted. Um, some good uh, advertising, good uh, – right. Good for Tennessee to get their name out to thousands of people, um, but let's yeah, let's move on. Absolutely. Uh, and then if he we moved would, on. We'll move on.
0: <laughs> right. At Lane Kiffin. Um, we got some <laughs> segments. Uh, most important in fail of the weeks. So make sure you hang around for those. If you got questions, drop them. I'm. Uh, I just got on Twitter. Sorry, I was grabbing some. Uh, grabbing something real quick, um, and I'm also on YouTube, pulling that up right now. If you got any questions, drop them in the comments. We'll follow along. Uh, if we don't answer it immediately, hang on. We've got a special part of the show. We'll answer every question. So if we missed it, uh, just hang around and we will get to it. Uh, before we jump all the way into the show, Landon's got some sponsors to tell you about. Also, don't uh, I know we don't have giveaways right now, but don't worry. We'll be getting back to giveaways. So make sure you go and, and sign up uh, for an account on volunteerroadshow.com so you can be entered in those giveaways. There's going to be some big ones coming up at the uh, uh, as we get closer to the season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Go check out our sponsors, Hound Dogs in Tennessee Tap House. Go eat you some, some ball gear, um, then go head over t- and get you a brew. Um, get you a nice little cold beverage uh, from Tennessee Tap House and, you know, just make a day out of it.
0: Absolutely. That's a, I mean, Tennessee gear and beer. It, there's not, you can't get better better days than that.
1: So. Go yeah, it's like anytime beer. I want to open a beer, I'm like, oh, I got to go put on some orange. Exactly, exactly.
0: Yep. Um, Let's jump right into the show though uh recruiting man it has been a weird one we told I mean we knew this was gonna happen and we kind of talked about it. we didn't want it to be uh, didn't want it to be big game guys um, but it, I guess the situations kind of gotten weirder but four star uh kamar Wilcoxson, if I can pronounce his name correctly uh, officially decommitted from Tennessee on Friday that was Friday right
1: yeah okay yep and uh, so I think. My dates are kind of mixed up, so we drove through the night, so it's it's weird. Um, but yeah, I think it was Friday,
0: Friday, yeah, maybe it was it, a, was it was Friday afternoon. I'm, I'm okay. remembering now. Um, it was Friday afternoon. He committed to Florida, I guess he didn't even announce his decommitment to Tennessee. <laughs> committed to Florida, and then I haven't checked his. And this is and this is what we're talking about with 18 year olds, 17 uh, year olds. Y- you never know until the paper's signed. Um, it seems now he may no longer be committed to Florida.
1: Yeah, he deleted everything. Um, I just, I just don't get it. I mean, that's just make up your mind, man. Well, I mean, you're not making any. I understand you're you're seventeen, sixteen, you're 17, eighteen years old, but like you're not making any friends whatsoever through this whole process.
0: No, and he was one that. You kind of saw there was potential that he might be decommitting, might be decommitting, and it was kind of unfortunate because he's a guy that when he committed, he recruit he was recruiting a bunch of guys. Um, he mm-hmm. was kind of working hard. He was one of the the main points of this class, but now it seems like everyone it seems like everyone was caught off guard, which was you know all the at least all the commitments, and um, I mean you saw a bunch of tweets. It looks like nobody else is going anywhere, and that was my only kind of I guess like. Reservation about him decommitting is like I just don't want anybody else to go, not necessarily go to Florida with him because that's probably not going to happen. But decommit from Tennessee that hasn't happened yet, and and the guys that were kind of recruited by him kind of spoke out and said like, yeah, we're committed, we we're committed to Tennessee, and that's that. So that's good. I don't think you lose anybody because of him.
1: No, I think he was big in, in getting people to where he wanted to go, but he just kept you know liking Florida stuff. He he kept saying it was his dream school, but so you you kind of saw the. Saw it in the water that, you know, he was going to end up at Florida. But it, it's just a weird – like you said, it's a weird situation. Really he's – in 14 months, he's decommitted three right. times. So, it's it's like, yeah, just, just make up your mind. Because any time – from what he did now, if he sticks with Florida, which I hope he does, I wish him the best. But any time that he plays Tennessee, every single mistake is going to be highlighted. Every single one of them.
0: Right. I think this is his – They're going to be uh,
1: posted on Twitter. It's Every single mistake is, is going to be out there for everybody to see.
0: I think this is his third time committing to Florida, right? Yeah. Well, if he's committed, I guess we don't
1: – Yeah, so his first time that. was in, like, November of 18. Um, and then he, like, decommitted in April of 19. And then recommitted in the – I don't know. It's just a lot to keep up with.
0: <laughs> you love the recruiting drama. Uh, I mean, yeah, everyone's kind of talked about since Friday. Uh, that's This is why they don't keep up. I mean, yeah, it's it's a reason to do because it doesn't necessarily matter until signing day, that signing day in December or signing day in February. Um, and, and nowadays it seems like you can't even count them in until they're actually on campus. Uh, it seems like some of these, you know, and it's not as popular as people decommitting or anything, don't get me wrong, but there's been several cases in the last – couple years, not just at Tennessee, uh, where kids have signed their uh, national letter of intent and never made it to campus and end up going to another school. So it happens. And uh, it's just, it's one of those things. It's funny. Um, But yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. How how many times can you really be 100% committed? (laughs) It's my thing. (laughs)
0: That too. I mean, yeah. Like, Is is that just
1: just a lie? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Does it just (laughs) go down as soon as you, like the next day you're at 99, 98, it just...
0: I think by the third, time you're 100 percent committed. I I I think you have to assume it's not 100, but eh, I don't know. I'm not a math guy. <laughs> no. Um. I I do want to. Uh, I, I mean, I guess the good news is it opens. Tennessee's got some uh, some guys in there in, in sites that they want to go after. And anytime you lose a talent like Kamar Wilcox, and I, you don't like it, but um, it, at least you have an opportunity to get you. You needed to make space. You had 24 guys signed. Um, mm-hmm. you, you needed some space if you're going to sign more. Again, I'm not like, oh, yeah, we're glad it happened. Obviously, we were excited. Tennessee fans were excited when Kamar Wilcoxon committed, so I'm not going to backtrack and bull crap or anything. But it opens more room. Hopefully, you get a, a just as talented, if not more talented guy. That would be great. I mean, Tennessee's picked up more steam recruiting than they had when he originally committed.
1: Yeah, so I I just – you know, you, you were you're closing in on that 25 – Mark. And I just don't, I think that kind of puts people uneasy if, you know, you're at that 25 mark when they're recruiting you. Cause, you know, somebody's, if you're at 25 and, you know, somebody commits, somebody's leaving. Yep. You know, you're not signing 26 guys. That's just not how it's going to work. Um, or you might over, you might sign more than that, but somebody's not getting a scholarship. Right. So that's, right. uh, you know, it, it's good for Tennessee that they're able to open up. I hate that it's at a position to need that defensive back. Because I feel like you know, Kamara could have probably been a corner, um, and really benefited benefited from being at Tennessee. Um, not to say he wouldn't benefit at, at Florida, but he could, you know, if Alante or Bryce, um, Kenneth George will be gone after this year, those are three guys that could potentially not be here next next season. Right. Um, so I mean, that's cornerback position would be wide open. So if he was able to come here and um, compete, he probably had a, a good chance of playing right away.
0: No, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, again, that's why it's it's not a guy that you're excited to decommit. That That's not the case. Mm-hmm. It is funny, though. I mean, Florida coaches had to backtrack, I guess. Or, uh, I mean, this is why you don't tweet shade if you're in a college, especially if you're a college coach. You, you don't tweet shade. Those kids are, are going to, there's a good chance they're coming back to you or, you know, their friends are going to be recruited by you and it matters what you say. So I found all that interesting. But, you know, I guess, I guess he was right. It wasn't his final decision. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, I guess he got. A yeah, and,
1: and then they had coaches throwing shade again at Tennessee, saying they're just worried about a a video game, and they got backdoored.
0: Yeah, I yeah, because let me tell you, Jeremy Pruitt was on the edge of his seat for uh, the coaching carousel on Sunday night.
1: Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah, Do you the think
0: Jeremy Pruitt. Staff. Sorry, what were you saying?
1: Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Do you think Jeremy Pruitt could? accurately pick out if you just had the shape of um i mean if of anything like i feel like you could put anything and we're like point to a PlayStation 2 do you think he could accurately pick it out
1: uh okay he okay he's not, I don't think he tell the difference in a PlayStation 2 and a PlayStation 3 there'd be no way
0: I think if it was like a sh- a shadow he might be able to tell a PlayStation 2 he's younger he may have played the PlayStation 2 PS3 if you give him Xbox if you give him just shadow figures where you can't see markings on stuff, obviously brand markings, I don't know if he could accurately pick it out.
1: <laughs> he probably couldn't.
0: He didn't know what asparagus was ten years ago.
1: <laughs> it's funny that you say asparagus because we actually um, we're in the ocean earlier today, and um, somebody had something in the in the water, and I was just like, "What is that?"
0: <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I I need a vol. You know, they have those. Uh, what was it called with the basketball team? Those little short clips on Instagram. I need a what is that with Jeremy Pruitt, where you just – like imagine some of the, the slang terms that get thrown around in practice that have to be explained to Jer- – well, if he ask, that would have to be explained to Jeremy Pruitt.
1: So it's like a Chris Berman whoop. Yeah. But I, it's like, what is that? Exactly.
0: I just recently <laughs> learned, do you know what dummy boss means? Like if I was like, yeah, that's dummy boss. Would Would you be able to tell me what that means? I don't think means. so. It, it, like dope, cool. That's dummy boss. I just learned that. Oh, yeah. I've tried to use it in a sentence like multiple times, but I forget because my head is not just, you know, that there anymore. So
1: that's what the kids are saying that's nowadays. They, I, what what
0: you, I, I love that.
1: I <laughs> love that word. Finally getting to that age where like we don't know things.
0: Right. I, the first time I heard it, I was like, I'm, excuse me. Uh, pardon me. Dummy boss. <laughs> Tell me, it sounds cool. I won't lie. I, I cannot. Yeah,
1: it, but it sounds like a lot. It, like our youth, we shortened everything. We shortened our names. We shortened everything. Yeah, dummy. Um, but now, now up. they're they're expanding. Everything It's weird. Right. I I
0: don't know. I don't know what some others are. But again, like this would be a fun little short scene with Jeremy Jeremy Pruitt explaining yeah. I- explaining this. Like ima- imagine explaining to Jeremy Pruitt that a new Xbox costs five hundred dollars. A new video game. I feel like he would be. I mean, he might not care anymore. That contract's pretty, pretty. Uh, pretty. I, awesome I feel like
1: he I mean. he reminds me of a dude that's still like frugal. Like he like. Even though he has money, he probably still wears like team issued stuff. We know he
0: night. hasn't upgraded the khakis. The khakis no, he's not st- upgraded.
1: He's still. Uh, what do you think he gets? Something like JCPenney?
0: Yeah, probably. Or a
1: Colt? Is he a Colts guy? I
0: don't know. I mean, his wife does it. He's he's never stepped foot in a shopping in a no. in a place. His wife does all the shopping. Um, but that? he's also very particular. I'm sure he's like, I just want pants from Sam's Club, and that's it. <laughs> yeah like think that's all i need um yeah that's our new i feel like we've come up with a couple good ideas on on this show of some potential shows so
1: we haven't followed through with any of them but hey
0: well, i haven't been able to go to any pitch meetings so if anybody knows any you know television television executives that i could go to a pitch meeting i feel like i, I could do this just let me yeah. know yeah I'll, I'll gladly step in on a pitch meeting just just holler at me um <laughs> just let me know team news though and unless you i don't know well I guess we didn't mention all about recruiting, um,
1: which there is a Yeah, so I, I do want to mention one more. So, Tennessee got some, some kind of more bad news with um, four-star weak side defensive end out of North Carolina, Trevally Price, uh, picked NC State uh, over the Vols. Um, his brother also committed to NC State. And from what I gathered, his brother was offered a scholarship to NC State as a long snapper or a nice. fullback. Um, and we offered – Yeah, we offered him a preferred walk-on. He's not even rated. Yeah, Um, that's a
0: good move by NC State. I can't even.
1: Yeah. Is Doran the head coach there? Who knows? (laughs) I mean, they're they're, – just checking what they're – so they're nationally ranked 37th. They're 10th in the ACC.
0: Mm, That's not a good spot to be in the ACC.
1: (laughs) And I think they're – they have a four-star quarterback committed, but I'm pretty sure he has like a heart problem. So like he may
0: not be playing college football, heart problem.
1: Right, yeah. So I mean it's kinda up in the air. So they have a four star, but you know. Right.
0: Remember when their best so yeah got beat by a Derry Dooley coach team? That was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. We had so much hope after that game. It was depressing to say the least.
1: You know, we had a lot of hope after the we beat Georgia Tech too. He um, it probably shot. wasn't as much. I was hope to
0: say, I don't think it was,
1: uh, it wasn't quite that much, but right. it we you felt excited. You're like, hey, we we got past, we we won a game because you barely beat Georgia Tech. Component. Yeah, yeah, you barely beat Georgia Tech.
0: Now, NC State, first half was rough, but the second half, I mean, slinging that thing. Zach Rogers had like two touchdowns, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, get the white guy the ball. <laughs>
0: That was god oh, that was a depressing season. I'm uh That's when a,
1: you know you're you have a terrible defense. If white people start scoring touchdowns, you know you're you're in for it.
0: Or that offense at Jim Chaney is just that good. One or the other.
1: Okay, yeah. I get, You could argue either way. <laughs> I'm,
0: nah, I'm, I'm not telling, We're I'm not splitting hairs. You, I'm not telling you what to do. Um also yeah. Tennessee moved down. I think didn't we move back up to third and then back down after the I, so I think we moved back up after um, Wolf's commitment. and Wolf, and then yeah, we're we're back third, we're back down to third. Back down to third after Wilcoxson's decommitment. So yeah. somehow Tennessee is the only team consistently moving. So I guess that's something to hang your hat on. They're they're trying to keep us entertained uh, with a in a world without sports. Soccer's back. We still have a better
1: back. rating than Florida. That's yeah. true. NASCAR.
0: NASCAR's back. Uh, the races didn't it get delayed again today.
1: Did it? I don't
0: know. I just saw where they were talking about maybe having to push it back, so uh, maybe not. Um, but, yeah, soccer and golf is back, so I'm living in a pretty high – if you bring me college football, I will be the happiest man in the world. Like, if I get – You, gold, won't, you gold, won't leave. Soccer and college football, you, nothing else. I don't need MLB. I don't need NHL. I definitely don't need the NBA. I just – that's all I need. I'm a happy guy. So, I also – Yeah,
1: share- I'm just good with college football. I – I'll take the NBA. I'll take the MLB, soccer and golf. Not not my thing. So, but but I I've I've watched you. it more because that's that's all that's on.
0: There's nothing else on. Um, yeah, I I have watched the most golf of and I I mean I watch golf every once in a while, but I've watched the most golf I've ever watched the the last two weeks. Um, but I've also mm-hmm. been uh, playing fantasy on Fanduel, so that's been fun. Are you winning
1: any money? I uh,
0: won some the first week at the. Uh, um, what tournament was that? If you hadn't asked me, I wouldn't have said it, or I wouldn't have lost it. Augusta. It was not Augusta. I wish the U.S. Open was supposed to be this week, but I don't know. Everything got pushed back. Uh, this one was the RBC Heritage. I did not win any money. I I sucked this week. It was bad. Mm. I didn't. I mean, I lost. Yeah, was, it was a three dollar play. It's not like I lost a ton of money. So okay, it what, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, hey, that actually, adds up.
1: It does add up. So I don't, <laughs> don't want to make a habit of it. That's for sure. Right.
0: Um. The MLB right before we got on voted the MLB Players Association. They rejected the sixty game proposal. So I, I, uh wasn't it supposed to? It's like three times. Oh, it, was to come back. it wasn't supposed to come back. Now it's supposed to come back, and now it's not coming back. I, it's so confusing.
1: Dude, is the is Kamar Wilcoxon running the yes. <laughs> Major League Baseball right now? <laughs> yes. Good Lord.
0: Um. Yeah. I I don't know what to. I don't know what's going on. I don't follow MLB enough, anyways. But this makes it. I have no no
1: clue. This is like the perfect Big Cat uh, gif, the figure it's, it out.
0: Yeah. I, wasn't that – no, that was in Detroit, I think. I was about to say, it kind of looked like Toronto's stadium. The only – Figure one it I out. Play in a dome. <laughs> um, I,
1: That's one of my favorite gifts.
0: Why? So, I'll, is the NBA coming back? I'm so confused about the NBA. Are they coming back? Well, there was
1: one dude, like a, the Wizards dude said – I think they are at the end of July. They're okay. supposed to move to Orlando. But one guy said he's not playing, um, and it's a white guy for the Wizards. I don't know if he started. I don't ever remember. I, I feel like I know a little bit about the NBA, and I've never heard of this dude. So, what hey, if you don't play, maybe Admiral Schofield will get to play. So. <laughs> right.
0: I, I don't understand exactly what their reservations are. I get that you're being asked to work during – you know, a a pandemic. But when we look at the statistics, you're not like that one MLB guy who's like, we're, we're risking our lives. (laughs) No, dude, no, you're not. Now, if, you know, you live in, if your 80 year old grandmother lives in your home and you have to go back home to her, yeah, then that you probably shouldn't be playing. Maybe take the year off. But these guys who was like, oh, you got to move your family to Orlando for three weeks. What? What's the biggest issue with that? There, I mean, people have been Gone. working in grocery stores the whole time. I don't. We haven't. I don't know. I, I realize the um, the seriousness of COVID nineteen. Don't get me wrong, but I also feel like NBA and MLB players who get paid millions of dollars a year are overreact overreacting a tad bit. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like you have. You're risking your life even more just stepping into a batter's box, not really for <laughs> probably, COVID. <laughs> I would probably
0: say, yeah, that a 90-mile-per-hour fastball is going to hurt. Because a lot of those guys wouldn't even experience symptoms from COVID-19. So it's Right, like, yeah, they
1: would never know they even had it.
0: Exactly. Uh, there's actually a player on the PGA Tour who tested positive on Thursday or Friday and was uh, quarantined immediately. So I'm curious to see this week if you see more get uh, test positive.
1: Yeah, what I want to know is about Texas. 28 people?
0: Yeah, what are they doing in Texas to just... Everybody's testing positive.
1: Jesus is Christ.
0: It 20, is it 28 total on Dallas, or is it between Dallas and Houston? I know both of those facilities had... No, it was
1: Texas Longhorns.
0: Oh, it was... Then? Oh, wow. See, that makes me so nervous. That makes me nervous about college football. Hopefully, they don't... They don't have to make a decision right now, though. Like, of, of these... It's quarantine. 20, uh, of these 28 players, of the... I think they were... 23 at Clemson, uh, 13 maybe at LSU. How many of them are experiencing symptoms? First off is what I want to know. Second off, how many of them are being hospitalized? I, I would like to know that too, because then it's going to tell you what are these athletes, what's going to happen to these athletes if they do test positive for COVID. Right. Now, I, I realize that you've got to consider support staff within the team, stadium support staff, things like that, you know, and then you got to consider travel. I, I understand you have to consider those things but a lot of people are acting like they're ready to cancel it now. And that would make absolutely zero sense to me.
1: Yeah. It's just a weird situation. I, I still feel like we're not any closer to a like final decision than we were like two months ago. We shouldn't,
0: we shouldn't be. I mean, it, should right. not be, it doesn't need to be made right now. You already mm-hmm. have the athletes back on campus. Um, I don't know. And I feel like if, if a player doesn't want to come back, fine. I mean, Should they lose their scholarship? I don't know if they should be awarded one for the next year. I don't know how that should work. Probably so, because it is a decision you have to make. But, um, and you know, some of these players with underlying health health issues, yeah, I'm sure they're going to have to make some tough decisions. But um, that's also – like, that's such a small percentage of the athletes. Most of the athletes are safe. Like, they're fine. If we're just being 100% honest. Um, They're safe. Uh, I was also going to ask you about something else. What was it? I don't know if you even know if it had to do with COVID. I have no clue. That's all they talk about now. COVID, COVID, COVID.
1: I know. Even us, like, we find ourselves just going on a tangent about it.
0: But we're, I, we're talking about sports, if that makes you feel better. But yeah, right, yeah. It's so impactful, and it, sh- and it is and it should be, but, yeah, it definitely makes me talk about it more than I'd like to. I love that people are like, what are you know? What do you think about COVID? I just want college football. That's it. Just give me yeah. college football.
1: What do I think about COVID? I'd like to fight it because I would <laughs> I would win because I hate it that much.
0: Landon, uh, yeah, Landon's going to join the uh task force for COVID to to fight COVID. Yeah. It's uh, (laughs) he's he owns a ton of UV light lights that he's just going to use to to fight COVID. Um, Tennessee, let's I guess we can kind of parlay that into some team news here. Tennessee did have one basketball player test positive for COVID, they didn't release the name. Um, and they're not going to release the name ever. Uh, yeah like Ezekiel Elliott said, uh HIPAA <laughs> What happened to HIPAA? Also apparently did you see where his agent released his name? No. So he tweeted back, I think it's Scheffner, uh and and was like, what about HIPAA? Apparently his agent is the one who told Adam Sheffer Shefner that he tests positive. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, dude might want to check uh, check your own home there.
1: Yeah, check your people. Yeah. Bro. Uh, so
0: Tennessee's never gonna release them. Good I, Lord. I am curious. I I don't know if Santiago Vescovi's back. I know Argentina's close to Brazil. So right?
1: Viscovi and Uros were not back when okay. that person was tested positive. So Visco- I
0: mean, Vescovi's probably going to have to, when he gets back, be quarantined for 14 days. I would, I yeah, would probably almost bet. I don't know exactly which countries are on the uh, on that list uh, when they get back to the States, but I know Brazil, COVID 19 <laughs> is very bad. So in Argentina's they border Brazil, right?
1: So was he in Uruguay?
0: Uruguay. Why do I think he was from Argentina? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but Uruguay, South American country. I don't know how that right. is in Uruguay. Um, and I don't know if Uruguay borders Brazil. I was thinking Argentina the whole time. So.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: and is Urosh? Is he? Um, where is he at? Because I mean, I know he kind of calls Serbia home. He is in Serbia, or is he?
1: The, well, is so that they were supposed to make their way back to campus this weekend.
0: Well, I'm asking: Is Uro? Did Urosh go to Serbia? Because I know he kind of. Yeah, he here. did. Okay. They're well, was, they're both gotcha. home. That was my question. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you expect – so that's two total that, we, that have been released uh, with athletes or people in the athletic facilities for Tennessee. Uh, you knew people were going to test positive. I mean, when you look at these football rosters, they're from all parts of the country. Some people in parts of the country that are worse than others. So you, you expected this. I guess it's kind of good that there's only two, but at the same time um, it probably just means you're going to have a, a spike later in you know, July, whatever. So that's, I guess, that's the unfortunate part. Or maybe you don't, and maybe they're able to uh, limit the, the exposure co- um, altogether. That's highly doubtful, but because pos- these guys are going out, they're going out to restaurants, they're going out to grocery stores, so they're still at risk when they're in Knoxville. They're not just at risk at
1: home, right? Um, just wear a mask, be safe. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't even know, like. I, I read some other day where a mask, unless it's like a a mask that covers basically your whole entire face like it, those germs still kind of get out.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's a, uh, you're trying to limit exposure unless you have like right. an N95 mask, which is the one that like not only covers your whole face, but like cups on it. So like it, yeah. like it fits your face. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're really, I mean, there's still a chance you could either spread germs or have, have them spread to you. But I think it's one of those things, it's like, uh ah, you can't, N95 mask or not, widely available so it's just kind of make the best of what you can
1: with what right you can. yeah just, just be as safe as possible and good lord hope hopefully we get through it soon.
0: right so apparently the lsu players that got it three of of them three of them got it at a nightclub in baton rouge
1: oh nice so they're able
0: to trace back to where they got it yeah so that's might be avoiding might not be going down to hannah's anytime soon
1: yeah, probably not. Well, I heard Morgan Wall was at a uh, wagon wheel of, like two nights ago.
0: Oh, so he's bringing it back from Nashville.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he, he,
0: did he just get into a brawl at one of the honky tonks?
1: Oh, uh, probably. Yeah.
0: I think he got in the brawl at Kid Rock's bar. He's uh,
1: fresh out of court. Come back home and. Uh,
0: well, he's he's not only wagon been wheel. in a bar in Nashville. He's been touching others in a bar in Nashville.
1: And arrested. He's been a. He's been in jail where the germs are just everywhere.
0: Oh god, yeah. So if you're at Wagon Wheel in Knoxville, stay away from me. If you're there this weekend, yeah, yeah, don't go. Oh, Landon loves Wagon Wheel. That's his guilty pleasure.
1: Yeah, I I do (laughs) find myself um, wanting to go there when I've had a couple drinks somewhere. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. I haven't been back since all this. Yeah, yeah, Um,
0: that was that was uh, pre-COVID when Landon. Yeah, I
1: just like get my country on when i i have some booze. I go to Tennessee, music. I go to Tennessee tap house, get some brews in me. I want to go to Wagon Wheel. They don't even yeah.
0: play country music at Wagon Wheel. Yeah, they do. I mean, as much pop music as they do though. No. Landon.
1: No. They play um uh, um Copperhead Road. <laughs> Last time I was there, we are me and you were both line dancing to Copperhead Road. All I-
0: right um neck we're gonna go to wagon actually this weekend we'll wear masks <laughs> we'll wear the whole suits just to we're gonna we'll uh chart the kind of music they play
1: okay okay <laughs> i'm excited
0: I, i'm not i'm gonna have to go buy my hazmat suit so uh <laughs> other team news the uh the freshmen got their numbers officially
1: yeah do you have those I do have those. Um, do you want those?
0: Yeah, I want to hear them. I thought I, <laughs> I thought I had them in my phone. I don't.
1: Um. So these are the the spring enrollees, um, which, yeah, the, the sp- no, not the spring. Sorry, summer enrollees. Um. So Malakai Wadman, where number one. Tyler Barron, number nine. Jimmy Callaway, number nine. Keyshawn Lawrence, number fourteen. D- Danico Slaughter, number eighteen; Jalen Hyatt, twenty-one; Tamari McDonald, number twenty-nine; Jabari Small, thirty-three; D. Beckwood, thirty-four; Lenneth Whitehead, thirty-five; Martavius French, forty; T. Hodge, forty-four; Will Albright, forty-six; Bryson Eason, fifty-five; Morvin Joseph, fifty-six; Amari Thomas, fifty-eight; Amari or, uh, James Robinson, seventy-one; Javante Spragan seventy-six. Reginald Perry number eighty nine.
0: There you go. I like the uh I like the Tyler Barron wearing the number nine.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of uh another former former vol. Exactly. Um and they're actually from around the same area. He went to Innsworth before he went to Catholic. So uh and Barnett went to Brentwood Academy. So yeah, maybe. Maybe.
0: Maybe. We'll get our hopes, um, We'll get our hopes up at least,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I do like Keyshawn Lawrence. He was the, you know, one of the highest rated players in this class wearing number 14, uh, like Eric Berry. So, I like that one a little bit.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I like Reginald
1: Perry. Soon. Uh, number 89. I think he's going to start off on, on defense, but, you know, I, I know that he's super athletic, um, a really good basketball player. So, maybe he ends up at a tight end position, just like anybody else, I guess. Um, right. Yeah, if it don't work out, we'll put you at tight end. <laughs> That seems to be the the status quo at Tennessee. Um, I like the Javante Spragans. He was, I think, when he committed, he was seven hundred and forty six percent committed, um, and now he's wearing number seventy six. What was that
0: number again? He, do you remember the entire reasoning? Seven hundred and forty six. Do you, Do you remember like why? I remember he he put the reasoning on there. I don't I don't remember why. That.
1: Well, he was on our show, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he told us he told yeah. us on the show. I yeah, I, I don't
1: remember either. Yeah, I'm and looking and pulled up.
0: Um, Lynn Whitehead wearing 35. That's not much of a running back number, is it?
1: It's a, that's a unisex, <laughs> it's like both sides. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, um, I T Hodge, too, wearing 40. Yeah, going at
1: the same number for Marvel.
0: And, uh, you know, after that 98 rewatch, I'm getting you know a little antsy, maybe, and getting ahead of myself, but. Could we see the uh the revolution of fullback and maybe using a running back as because T Hodge isn't a small dude and he's also fast.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. I would
0: I would love if you had a fullback like T. Hodge. <laughs> like, a, yeah.
1: like a Sean Bryson, a guy that can exactly. you, you can utilize in a number of ways. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Uh, after well, what one... is going on? <laughs> after after watching that '98 uh, rewatch, I, I, I need a, uh, I need a fullback, but not a I don't need a true Iowa fullback. I need a four-four fullback. Yeah, that's what I need. Like I've changed my stance. They don't make
1: many goals. of them. Hmm. They don't make a lot of them. <laughs> but you got to go find you one.
0: Exactly. But I have changed my stance, and I think I think T. Hodge is that Sean Bryson guy. I want I need I need T. Hodge to uh to to make a move to fullback, fullback slash yeah. running back.
1: He's got sure. I'd
0: say he's bigger than Sean Bryson, right?
1: I don't know. Cuz everybody in the and that Nanatis look like, so much bigger than they actually were just because their pads were so big.
0: See, I thought Sean Bryson I mean for a fullback, I thought he looked small. Like Yeah. W- width and height wise, which I'm sure mm-hmm. he was for a for a fullback. I feel like T right. Hodge is I mean, he's what like 6'2", 6'3". He's a big kid. Maybe not Yeah, he's
1: kid. pretty big. Yeah, probably like 6'1". Yeah. He's probably big.
0: There we go. All right. That's my only ask, Jim Cheney. Let's get a fullback involved, but not a not an Iowa fullback. I'm talking four we'll call it four five speed. How about that?
1: Yeah, and no zeros. <laughs> which D Beckwood said he wanted to wear zero and he they put him at number thirty-four, which is not a wide receiver or tight end number.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting number.
1: <laughs> yeah. I and you know, these these can change because you haven't really lost anybody no. besides t- Tim Jordan, who we'll talk about in a second. Um so maybe you see some of these guys kind of switch around a little bit. Um but yeah, D Beck with number thirty four, that's the the odd one to me.
0: That is that is strange. I don't I didn't I didn't notice that one didn't stand out to me. I don't know why. I guess I guess I was focused on some other guys, but yeah, that is a strange number.
1: And Jalen Hyde at 21, that's kind of an odd one as well.
0: It is, but someone pointed out the Derek Rogers number.
1: It was, yeah. So,
0: I kind of like it. I, I just think
1: when I when I see 21, I think it's Sean Taylor. So, I feel like that should always be on defense.
0: Didn't uh, Zach Rogers' brother wear 21 too? What was his name? He was before Derek. What
1: was his name? I don't remember his name.
0: Was it 21 though? He wore twenty one.
1: I don't know. Mm. I know. I mean, Zach wore eighty three.
0: Yes, Zach definitely. Zach definitely didn't wear it. I'll see if I can find it real
1: quick. I know Jockwes Jones was number twenty one last year, before he uh, transferred. Gotcha. He he did play wide receiver, but he didn't play very much. Right. So I don't know. I know that Kasim Hill. He was number twenty last year. He moved to eleven. So, I guess they just, like, didn't have that many numbers.
0: Austin Rogers was his name. Let's see what number he was.
1: Oh, okay. Is he a tight end?
0: No, he's a water shooter. He was, yeah, he's 21. Okay. He was, I think. Okay. He, I would guess his stats are probably better than Zach Rogers. Maybe not Zach's senior year. I feel like Zach had some good games his senior year. Yeah. But I would bet Austin Rogers had some. See, he played, I think he was, like, 07, 05 to 08. So he finished with no, 891 receiving yards for his career. Had a really good year in oh seven. Went out. Oh, there I am. Um, and then uh, one hundred and eighty in two thousand eight. So okay. Looks like he left his. Looks like he redshirted his freshman year. No, he didn't. He's got two sophomore years on here though. That's weird. Oh well, I don't know. Austin Rogers. I remember Austin Rodgers, Yeah. 21, big 20. I, I,
1: I like the Danico Slaughter. I think that's a – I
0: like the Slaughter. First off, I like the name. You can't – Yeah. That's an awesome name.
1: I saw somebody on Twitter, I think it was Chad Fields, say that um, we need to make number 18. Anybody who has a great last name, they wear number 18.
0: I can support that fully. I like that. Who would you say was in 14 again?
1: Uh, Keyshawn Lawrence. I like it. I
0: yep. like it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a that's – a, that's a number that needs to needs to be reserved for someone great. So, for sure.
1: So Tim uh, Tim Jordan,
0: Tim Jordan, did we? Oh yes, we briefly talked about this on Thursday. I was thinking, I was thinking we had talked about it. That's unfortunate. And um, I mean, we and we talked about this in the video as well, and we've talked about it uh, prior to this, the athletes returning to campus. Man, when you when you put them home, that's just. I mean, they can get into trouble. Obviously, they can get in trouble on campus. There's no doubt about that. But Mm. it's harder to keep up with them. Um, It's harder to communicate with them. Uh, It's harder to hold them accountable when they're home. And then they're home for when you're a Division One, especially football athlete. You're not home for more than at the most a month at a time when you're in college. I mean, you're not home a lot, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you play on a on a team that made a bowl game you don't get to go home during that break um like you know some of the other either students or athletes would so it's it's a tough environment and um you know he made a mistake and this just wasn't I, I hate it for him it's part of the business of college athletics uh you made a mistake when they were looking to cut numbers
1: yep they are at about 93 and they want to get 85 and you make a mistake and you're already going to be lower on the death charge anyway. So it was just easier to cut toss. Um, so yeah, bad mistake at the wrong time.
0: Yeah. I, uh, eh, I don't know how big the mistake would have to be for Jeremy Pruitt to cut you right now. Um, but this one's pretty big. I mean, drug charges is one thing. Um, gun charges is probably one thing, but when you, you're talking about carrying a weapon, uh, with um, an intent to sell, and I mean,
1: a loaded weapon.
0: A loaded weapon. And we can we can debate the, you know, I understand what the, uh, you know, some of the drug charges can be bull crap. I mean, I understand that, but you're carrying a, you didn't help yourself any with all police officers by carrying a gun on you while you were doing that. So, oh no, it sucks. And uh, again, I don't know how small the the mistake would have to be, but that mistake wasn't very small unfortunately so yep yep i i hate it for him um i like tim jordan a lot uh hopefully he can go somewhere to maybe finish out his football career or um, finish out his academic career and and get another shot because it it does suck that he's probably not going to be enrolled at tennessee um
1: so yeah it's it's unfortunate and uh you know, a kid that hadn't really been in trouble since he's been here, um, at least from what we know of.
0: Enough to be public.
1: Right. So, um, so I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, but we'll move on.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh,
1: and then if, that that uh, opens up a, a slot for, you know, one of those freshmen, Lenneth Whitehead, T. Hodge. They could come in there and compete for that, you know, that third back, that bruiser back. I feel like as far as Crouch will probably be – um, when they get getting heavy but if they need to throw a guy out there on third down um, on third and one and get a couple yards I feel like T. Hodge and Lineth Whitehead they're going to get that opportunity to to do that.
0: Right yeah. I don't think you mentioned Kavaris Crouch is going to be in that goal line heavy he's probably not going to be used much other places uh, he'll, he'll mm-hmm. probably be a starter on the roster this year on the defensive side of the ball so they're going to keep him off the field as much as possible uh, when right. they're on offense but he he did a good job at that at that position in terms of goal on and uh, I imagine don't fix it if it ain't broken.
1: Yep, he's, he's a guy you want to give it to and not go over the top.
0: Exactly. Uh, <laughs> more team news: black jerseys are back. Alternate jerseys are back. Yeah, I like it. Um, I mean, I know I know a lot of people just don't like it just because they just want orange and white. I get it. That's fine. That's your that's your opinion. Um, The team wants it. The coaches want it. The athletic department wants it. I think it's a great thing. Um, Then Jeremy Pruitt uh, announced. And Jeremy Pruitt announced. uh, I want to see the transcript now because I want to find out who's lying. (laughs) Um, He said he would go to a Black Lives Matter type of organization. T. Martin clarified on Friday with the Swain event that it would be going to a knock, a local knock, East Tennessee organization, I believe is what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, so the money is – and that was a lot of people's issue with it. And that's fine. I, I didn't necessarily take issue with it. But I wanted it to see, and I, I mentioned it on Thursday, I wanted to see it stay in Knoxville or East Tennessee. Um, I think you're, you're going to do better by that. And um, it, it was interesting, Jarnell Stokes talked about uh, when we had him on, he talked about how it's hard to give when you don't have anything to give. This is something that the – and again, athletes, we, we've we talked about it, NCAA athletes should at least be able to um, profit off their likeness, but they're going to be able to essentially profit off their likeness in terms of, um, not profit off of it, but give from their likeness because they're going to auction the jerseys off after the game and that will go to a charitable organization. So everyone acting like the university is giving any of this money away, it's the it's the guys giving the money away. They're the ones who are going to earn every penny that's made on these jerseys. I'm not the number 72, I don't even know who wears it, but let's who does wear
1: that? Darnell right. I was about to
0: say, I think that's darn right. That's not a good example. But you get it. Some walk-on freshman. That number isn't gonna sell. The numbers the jerseys that sell, well, that one might if people want it that bad enough, but the ones that are gonna auction for a very high price are the the number three, the number 73. Those are going to auction for a very high price. They're making the money on their likeness and then giving it to charity. They should be able to give it to whatever charity they want to give it to.
1: Yeah, and I don't understand the people that are mad that, you know, the players wanted it. Yeah. Um, so they, They're going to say that the players are wrong. The people that you pay lots of money to go see every Saturday, they're making the... What they want it isn't isn't good enough. That,
0: yeah, and, and if you don't like it, just don't go. That's the easy solution. It's like Yeah, I
1: mean, or, or if you if you don't like the it's going to that org, a certain organization that supports um you know people of color, then don't bid on it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's not
0: it's not your money. That, that's the thing. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm not I don't know what side I'd be on it if the athletic department just came out and was like, We're giving three million dollars to fill in an organization. I don't know how I'd feel. It, they haven't done that. I'm not worried about it, and it probably wouldn't be taxpayer money anyway. So, is it even to be argued about? I don't know. But this money is made off the players playing the game. If you don't like it, like you said, don't bid on the jersey, don't go to the game, yeah, don't buy concessions. If you want to buy the parking pass, yeah, if you're
1: if you're that mad and and want to sell your season tickets over this, then no, <laughs> you won't be missed. No one will care. No, no one will care if Tim Smith with Confederate flags in his background on Facebook isn't going to buy season tickets. No one gives a crap.
0: The fact that you brought that up, that's the thing with NASCAR. They're like, you know, if you don't like it, just don't go. Like yeah. just don't go. It's not that hard. I don't know. I will for- I
1: will watch it on my television. I won't do it.
0: No one is forcing me to go to a NASCAR race, and if they did, I would promptly kill myself because I don't like NASCAR. It Yeah. Don't, just don't go. Don't go. Go race in your backyard with Johnny, I don't I don't know. Go to the Smoky Mountain one. I'm sure they don't care. Johnny. <laughs> like no one cares if if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. I'm not saying you're right or wrong or that you're stupid, but you're probably stupid, but just don't go. Don't give them your money. It's not that hard. It I don't yep. know. It's like uh, this amazing thing in America where you can care you can support whatever you want to support and you might look dumb doing it, but it's your right to do that. So, it's your right to look as stupid as you want to look.
1: Right. Yeah. Um. No, no one's gonna care. No, not at all. Uh, but I, I do like how it's staying in East Tennessee. I think that's that's a good thing. That um, was.
0: I mean, I mentioned that on Thursday. That's that's what I preferred. And I think I named one organization off, but um, and that was the Emerald Youth Foundation. And uh, but I'm not saying it has to go to the Emerald Youth Foundation. I was just that was one <laughs> off the top of my head on Thursday. There, I've seen a lot of them mentioned. A lot of people actually tweeted back at the Swain event and named off some good ones. That would be one great thing to you know hopefully maybe they do and in terms of having um these players go out and research these organizations and um letting the I mean the players should decide like I said it's their earning and raising the money to do it they should decide what organization it goes to it's their um it's their money it's that simple
1: yeah and I like how Jeremy Pruitt you know he's given his you know Jarno Stokes talked about how they didn't really have a voice when he was here right but Jeremy Pruitt is giving these players a voice um and letting them make decisions, right. So it, It's letting them wear black jerseys. You know, they wanted that. And um, so he, he made it happen. Now I think that's, that, that that's what it's going to do for change is just, you know, starting from the bottom and just letting people have a, their voice and listening to people that want that voice.
0: And it, it's going to certainly take guidance, but from everything I can tell and I think most people can tell um, they have guidance. Like, like I said, they should be able to give it to whoever they want, but I don't have a problem with the coaches being like, we're going to keep it in East Tennessee. Like that money is going to do more here. That That's fine. That's a good restriction, I think, to put on it. I don't know if they put that restriction on, but I think, for example, that would be a good one. I think they're, um, yes, let these young young guys and these, these athletes have a voice, <clears throat> but they also need guidance and they need leadership. And from everything I can tell, they have great leadership in Jeremy Pruitt and, and then T. Martin, who's now the, Um, I can't remember the exact title, but he's going to be working on some type of like culture committee within the program. And Mm -hmm. um, that, that's great. These guys seem to be leading the right way. And um, I've said it several times. Now it's good that we're not only, you know, that hopefully soon we'll be cheering for a really good football team, but it's also good to know that we're, there's also good people in the program and the program is good. And then that's that because I'm a Tennessee fan not because of how good they are at football. I mean that that's not it. I'm a Tennessee fan because I was born and raised here, um, bled orange since I was, you know, born, and I I feel like I don't have a choice in who I cheer for. So it's good to me to know that that there's people within the organization that um, that are have a you know great character and, and care about human beings.
1: Yep, and I I, I like how um, you know he the main thing that was wrong with this program before Jeremy Pruitt took over was the culture. Mm -hmm. Um, And now he is a specific committee um, with T Martin heading that up to, to change the culture. And I feel like he's done a a good job of, you know, establishing leadership um, throughout the program And it's like, how how can somebody be mad about that? Like, people were just mad on Facebook and, and, you know, some people on Twitter saying that this is about politics. This isn't about politics at all. It's about, you know, changing that culture. It's about leading a football team the right way. Um, And and so I'm I'm sure in that interview with Fulmer, I'm sure, like, he was asked, how is he going to change the culture? Um, And he's taken that and, and ran with it. Right. And and done a great job so far. So I don't have any complaints with, with all this. I think it's um, great. You know, maybe Peru was and I think a lot of that just comes from not just not being educated on, on what is out there, because honestly, like, don't know that many off the top of my head of charities and organizations out there that you could give the money to. No. I mean, um. So he, he just said support. He, he probably didn't really mean Black Lives Matter, but a lot of the, a lot of people were taking that the wrong way, and that's not what it was meant to do.
0: Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Again, I would like to see the either the official transcript or the video of it. Um. But at the same time, it, who cares? Um. Did he? Maybe. Maybe he misspoke. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he. That's what he said at the time, and since then has gone and looked at better organizations to give that. That money, too, and that's fine with me, too. So, um, yep, it is what it is. Um, I like what Jimmy Pruitt's doing within the football program. I like that. I like what Philip Former's doing within the athletic department. Um, I'm sure I hope the other teams are doing something similar, but it's uh, the football team's obviously going to be uh, the you know, front and center, so that's why yep. they're getting all the and, and it, these players are stepping up Trey Smith, Alante Taylor. Um, I'm trying to remember who all spoke at that uh rally,
1: here on Calvert.
0: These guys are they're stepping up, and, and it's their personal beliefs and their personal, um, you know, what they're what they feel that they should speak out about. And that, and like you said, it's great that they're it, they should be allowed to have this voice, and it's great that they do,
1: yeah. And, and you know, the this program has kind of started this. Um, they've kind of been on the forefront of this charge where you've seen a lot of negative headlines with some coaches and some programs across the country. But Tennessee seems to be doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just goes to show the the leadership on this team.
0: Right. Uh, Hopefully it translates and, to wins, though. <laughs> and, tra- you know, looking at – black so, Black jerseys as well. We're talking about this right now. They announced the Black jerseys are back. Um what do you want the black jerseys to look like? And do you want what helmet do you want with them? And do we do we wear orange pants or do we wear black pants or gray pants or a different, you know, what do you think? What do you want?
1: I don't know. I I kind of I want to see what all black would look like.
0: I want um, all black. But here's my thing. I need the power tee on the helmet, the orange power tee. That's something I need. But
1: I I, I feel like I yeah, I, I feel like it's not I, – I would like to see black helmet. I would like to see gray helmets. Um,
0: if they rolled out the smoky gray helmets, I would not complain.
1: But, I mean, they sold them in that yard sale, so I, yeah, I doubt – I, mean, yeah. right. I mean, they could probably make them. Um, yeah. Right. They could probably make them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just want to see a, a mock-up of, right. of something. And that, um, that's um yeah.
0: That's another thing I'm curious. I, Do we get to see them before – either the season or the game, or are they just going to roll them out there for
1: the And, game? and are all those going to – are is it going to be like a alternate uniform or is it going to be just like this one-time thing? So, right. if, if this is just a one-time thing, you probably just have, you know, orange pants, white helmet, white jerseys. Which um,
0: I just don't – I think you have to have another helmet. Um, I think you have to have either a black or gray helmet. And then yeah. orange pants I think would look great. The, I mean, orange pants – first off, orange breeches with anything. Like – and everything, orange bridges.
1: Um, See, I like the the black face. If you are gonna do a white helmet, you gotta do a black face mask. You can't have an all white. Okay, yeah, you have I, some I black. Have um, but I I saw a mock up of a black face mask. It looks a lot better.
0: Yeah, no, I did definitely would look a lot better. Uh, yeah, I don't, and I am not crazy. I don't know. I think it was the Vol recruiting edit dude who did one with like it had the orange sleeve cuffs and the the orange um neck and. Just not crazy about it. I'm not. I, orange and black clash. <laughs> Our orange and black clash a little bit, I think. I think you need uh, or the right amount of orange, I guess. Because, uh, I mean, we all know the black jerseys that they rolled out on Halloween in 2009 were ugly as hell. Now, they were awesome, mm-hmm. but they were so right. ugly. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm curious to see. I think all black on the uniform, maybe like with an orange power tee in the middle or on the neck or something like that. Um, I, here's the thing about black my opinion um, black's a simple color so the simpler the better I don't think you need a lot
1: I agree I agree
0: you, it just needs to be black that's it it's that simple Um, and I wouldn't hate like a gray or black pant with it An orange would be better but I wouldn't
1: hate what if they got part. some orange pants because I know the stripes coming back so what if they got some black stripes on the orange pants do you think that's too much
0: I'd be interested to see it okay I'd be interested to see it ah uh, I think, I'm, I'm trying
1: gonna, to think it up in my head. It doesn't really look that great in my head. But it, but it it
0: probably looks better than white stripes.
1: Yeah, it probably does. Yeah, with the black jersey. Yeah, or Maybe 100%. hang on
0: to the plain orange pants for that night. I don't know.
1: It'll. Look, I'll yeah. tell you
0: this. It's going to look good. Finally, we have something that looks good with those black cleats. Whew. <laughs> those <laughs> yeah. are ugly, man. <laughs>
1: those are ugly.
0: Are we going to be allowed to wear uh, – is Tennessee going to wear black socks that night?
1: Because,
0: God, oh, that uniform could be ugly.
1: It could be, Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, did so we wore white socks last year, right?
0: Why, definitely an eighteen. Um, honestly, I'm gonna say yes in in nineteen, but I can't remember. Um, yeah, we're gonna look like the dang ice bears out there with with their alternate jerseys, <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, you know, the Hawaiian ones that the Smokies wear and sell. Yeah, yeah, those. That's a <laughs> like a minor league baseball team. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> you could, you could. I feel I have faith in Nike that they get this and right. I mean, the Smoky Grays were awesome. Um, they, they people were. can say what they want. They, they want orange. They want white. That's fine. Um, but the Smoky Grays were a great alternate uniform.
0: And I didn't dislike the ones that we wore um, with Adidas, other than we didn't have a gray helmet or yeah. a different color helmet. The white helmet with that gray was awful. I didn't hate those gray. Jer- the only thing I hated about those jerseys wasn't the gray. It was the tire tread mark on the chest but that was on the orange and white ones too
1: right those are that was terrible
0: i don't know who at adidas was like let's make it look like we ran over on them ran over them with michelin tires that'll look fantastic oh yeah idiots. adidas just misses man on everything it's the journey they're
1: (laughs) they're bad but they make they make some great shoes but
0: we'll give them that They, they make some great shoes
1: yeah, their uniforms that they made for us were absolute trash.
0: And then all their soccer uniforms looked the same. Like, everybody in the World Cup that wore Adidas, outside of, like, Germany, everybody looked the same. It's ter- it's terribly stupid.
1: And they buy, remember, like, all the thread for one color.
0: You remember that, uh, I think it was while we were in high school, that big thing uh, of the feathers or the wings on the sleeves? And every mm-hmm. Adidas team, even if they weren't a bird mascot, had those?
1: Yeah, it was stupid.
0: Then terribly stupid. Whatever.
1: Um, Auburn, Auburn, you're War Eagle, right? Yeah, you uh, get the test. <laughs>
0: we need an we need an Auburn historian on to explain. I've read, I think, the War Eagle story, but I need a full. But we do. Surely they recognize that it's dumb, right?
1: Yeah, I just don't like. Do you want to be the Eagles or you want to be the Tigers? Just pick one.
0: I think the I I think I, I may be misremembering this. I think it has to do with they have that eagle fly before the game. And somebody yelled "War Eagle" and it became a thing. But I'm with you. I feel like you have to choose at that point. Like, are you the Eagles or the Tigers? Like, you can't. Yeah, you both. can't.
1: No, you can't. It,
0: yeah. Unless you're like
1: on uh, Avatar or something where everything's combined. It's like a. It's
0: actually pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> Tiger Eagle. Wait, like Avatar: The Last
0: Airbender or the movie Avatar? The,
1: the Last Airbender.
0: The Last Airbender is awesome. I watched the first couple episodes the other day.
1: Oh, did you? I I finished it last week.
0: Yeah, so I was. I have nothing left to watch on Netflix. I've watched everything. Um, have you I watched? I started
1: Shits Creek.
0: I haven't watched Shits Creek, but I, I've watched interviews and like uh snippets of it, so I think I would like it. I need to watch it. You're right. Yeah, I, I started watching
1: that. I'm
0: sorry. Um,
1: yeah, but dude, I hope, I'll, I'll, I hope we do a, a blackout. I, I'm gonna wear black. Um, so, I didn't see a lot of people mentioning this, but hey, we'll, we'll me and you will start it. Blackout. We're doing a blackout. I look terrible. I'm wearing black. I'm just kidding. I don't no, know. You look in great black. in black. <laughs>
0: Everybody looks great in black.
1: Yeah. Black with a, I see those all the time. It's like black with the orange power tee. Yeah. Gonna it's going to look like
0: con- the concession stand <laughs> shirts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so we're like all going to cons- have to go on eBay and order the the black jerseys from 2000. Mm-hmm. Was it twelve? Nine. Eleven. Oh, nine.
0: Nine. Oh yeah. man. Give us here in 09. Yeah. I know. We I did 12. I still have a uh black and gray uh Nike jersey from the Smoky Gray jersey. I have that. Yeah. I haven't worn it in a while, but I wore it for the Auburn game in uh twenty eighteen, actually. Nice. And then I wore it to Alabama the next week and we got told was that Alabama next yeah. I think I think it was Alabama and we got t- waxed. So, Loved it. I wore it thinking it was a lucky jersey, so I wore it again, kind of knowing that I would never have to wear it again. So that was good.
1: Yeah. That's good. You you didn't wear anything that you, like, didn't want to lose.
0: Nothing that I wanted. Yeah, nothing that could be bad luck after that. Right. Um, Yeah, so I'm going – so you said you want – let's see. You want a blackout, number one. I'm going to blackout for sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I would like to – I think it would be cool to see – it especially if it was a night game. I don't know if it yeah. will, uh, but that would be really cool if they could at least have it at night.
0: Right. I kind of want to uh, – I kind of don't want to see them until they run out of the tunnel because that would be a cool feeling, like seeing them when they – because I wasn't there. Taking you time.
1: back, baby. 09.
0: So I wasn't there for that game, but I remember um, – I, I think I was like the only person on Twitter then. Not the only person, but I was a, of a select few on Twitter. And gotcha. Gotcha seeing all the updates on Twitter, black jerseys, black jerseys, black jerseys, I was like, holy crap. I was I think it was Halloween, wasn't it?
1: Uh yeah, it was. Yeah. It was yeah.
0: So it was a like I mean, we were watching the game, but we weren't watching the game. So immediately ran to the T V to uh I think they showed them running out of the tunnel or at least immediately after them running out of the tunnel. Uh so I kinda yeah, yeah, I kinda wanna, like you said, chase that feeling and then this year against South Carolina I guess they announced the orange bridges. Was that South Mississippi, South Carolina? Was that when they first Mississippi State? Mississippi State. Yeah, because South
1: Carolina. Yeah, it was Mississippi State. Yeah, you're right.
0: Um, so Mississippi State. I guess I just wasn't on Twitter all day because we were tailgating, and uh, no, it was South Carolina. It was South Carolina. Yeah,
1: we wore. Orange and we bridges. played Mississippi State first. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I don't think we wore orange bridges for that game. I don't think I don't we did. Think we did we did? Look that up. Fact check.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm
0: pretty sure it's South Carolina, though. And I'm basing this off of how drunk I was because I wasn't that drunk from Mississippi State because it was a noon game. And I, I wasn't on Twitter much because I when I start drinking, I so you know, and um, Emily gets on to me about this.
1: Yeah, it was, it was Mississippi State. We wore orange pants? Yep.
0: Huh. Well, I guess South Carolina was just another surprise then. I don't know. But it wasn't expected. And I remember them running out of the tunnel, and I was like, oh, my God, we're in orange pants.
1: So. Yeah, it's that's Tyler Bird and his touchdown.
0: Oh, okay, huh. there you go. Well, I remember being a surprise against South Carolina, so yeah, that's the point. Um, yeah, so I kind of want to, I kind of want that feeling again.
1: Yeah, just to come out and surprise it. Like that crowd would be electric. Yes, if you come out, you know, first sight is when they come out of the tunnel.
0: Hey, speaking of Mississippi State, do you see where uh, Hill is? That his name Hill. Said he was not going to play if the Mississippi State flag didn't change, the state of Mississippi flag didn't change. Oh wow. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the government isn't. I mean, we all know the top the top people. I have if you ever if you want to know if you want to talk to me about the racist people that live in Mississippi, I have personal experiences not that were racist towards me obviously, but were racist people. Um, I'll gladly sh- I won't share that story now on on the air. Um, but we'll gladly tell you that story because it is, I think it's the first time in my life. I pretty, I was pretty young. The first time in my life, I was like, holy crap, there are some shitty people. Yeah. They're some everywhere. People. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was interesting for sure. Did we, now I'm even asking, did we even wear, we wore orange pants in South Carolina, didn't we? Now I don't even know about that. We probably did We did it in Kentucky. We did it in Kentucky. Um... Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm curious to see though how they hand how must it be? I mean, what's his name is probably freaking out right now, right? Because they weren't going to be able to throw the ball this year. Mike Leach.
1: Oh yeah. Now you're. Um, well, we well when it. I first read that, I was like, well, it, you know, it's doesn't matter because he hates <laughs> uh, running the ball anyway. So
0: we didn't wear orange pants against South Carolina. My memory sucks. I thought I had the memory of an elephant. I had the memory <laughs> of a squirrel. <laughs> Psych. Um. Yeah, I guess it was Mississippi State. God, that just did not feel like a. I don't know. It didn't feel like a big tailgate, and I thought I remember tailgating like all day leading up to the Orange Bridges. Mm. Oh well, it is what it is. Um. Yep. We, we did tailgate that game, because I remember being called insane. I think we showed up like eight a.m. for that one, and like six people showed up because it was a noon game, after. The oh yeah, Georgia game right? The, mm-hmm. of the week before, yeah. So everybody had kind of given up on the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, yeah, because that was a, that was a
1: must win. I think it was like crappy weather. It
0: what It started off, I think, crappy. I think it's supposed to rain in the morning, but it got better. Day. Yeah, I think the day was better. And then that day, South Carolina, as we were getting back to the tailgate, South Carolina kicked or went into overtime with Georgia. That was that day. Beat them. Yep. Yeah, beat them. Yeah, that was that day. Um, let's talk about some let's get into position preview though uh, we're talking safeties like we said this is a position of I know you lost Nigel Warrior um, and that's a that's a pretty big loss especially where you consider where he was at at the end of the season that's a big mm-hmm. loss um, one of the best players on the team when you're talking about the Kentucky Missouri games the, the final few games of the season um, so obviously that's a big loss there but overall man you return some great talent and even bring in some freshman talent that you expect to 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 be pretty
1: solid I think Jalen McCullough uh will be a starter along with Trayvon Flowers McCullough had a big spring spring game I don't know if you remember he had those two interceptions um during the spring game so everybody was like oh man this dude's legit um yeah and then started the final six games he's part of that pro football focus all uh freshman team Mm -hmm. um so I had a really good freshman year played a lot um so I'll I'll probably bank on him starting and then Trayvon Flowers would probably be um the guy behind him. He was starting before he was injured. Um so two seasons he's had two season ending injuries. Yeah. Um and this one was he got the interception at Mississippi State and broke his leg as he got tackled. Right. Um so just kind of freak accidents. Um, very unfortunate. Um, but I, I feel like the staff likes Trayvon Flowers. He'sn't played a lot of football. I think his senior year was the first season he had ever played football. Um he was a Kentucky baseball commit. He's a super athletic kid. Um I know he works um a lot with Oliver Davis down in Atlanta. Um I think Kamar Wilcoxon actually works there too along with Bryce Thompson. So I, I think both of those guys will will be your starters. Um and I just hope Trayvon Flowers is able to stay healthy because man that's and it was like the I think it was, like, the fifth or sixth game of the season where he couldn't redshirt.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So, you missed, like, pretty much the whole season. Um. But then behind him, you had Theo Jackson. He actually came in after um, Trayvon Flowers went out before Jalen McCullough took over. He played well. He plays a lot in the Dom package when they have, like, uh, a lot of DBs on the field. Tyus Fields, you have Brandon Davis, Cheyenne Labruza. Um, then the newcomers would be Keyshawn Lawrence, Denico Slaughter, and Tamarian McDonald.
0: I've seen a lot of people talk about how they're excited for Tyus Fields. Uh, I'm curious to see see his play. Um, he'll definitely be relied on a lot. Hopefully those guys are healthy and he, he's not having to start because um, he will be a sophomore this year. But, uh, I mean, he's going to see the field a lot.
1: Yeah, he'll actually be a redshirt freshman. You Richard Yeah. Uh-huh. Um,
0: and then you talk about the newcomers, Keyshawn Lawrence and, and then Nico Slaughter. Obviously, Keyshawn Lawrence is going to be that guy that's – I mean, there's a chance he could be – relied on a lot this year especially if you're he's a five-star highly rated if if he's uh if he lives up to expectations uh, I think he'll be on the field a lot too
1: yeah I I like those those two I I don't know if Tamari McDonald ends up being a safety he's a bigger kid so maybe he he could switch down the linebacker um or maybe like a star role if if they want to change that a little bit um I don't know I like Denico Slaughter and Keyshawn Lawrence I think that are two guys that um, could play multiple positions in that mm-hmm. secondary um, and two guys that are Keyshawn I feel like is just an athletic freak and Denico Slaughter is one that will hit anybody anywhere at any time
0: yeah he lives up to his name for sure
1: right 100 um, percent
0: and you talked about that star position I'm sure we'll talk about him with defensive backs as well but Sean Chambers is expected to start there and uh, he's a guy too, kind of not as much as Warrior, but he kind of came along too at the end of the 2019. I'm excited for him. He's going to be asked to be a leader on this defense, and I think he can be very impactful in
1: 2020. Yeah, I I'll, I just want to see picks, man. I, I like pick sixes. That's probably the most exciting thing in football is a pick six.
0: Well, that's what I was about to say for Sean Schamburger. I, I want to see him create turnovers. He's going to have the opportunity to create a lot. That that star position, you find yourself kind of in on the action quite a bit. Uh, so, if Sean Schamberg can create some turnovers, I really like where this defense could be.
1: Well, and, and with him, could he move to safety God, um, yeah. if Balan Buchanan is is a star position? Do they move Schamberg back to um, safety and let it be him and Jalen McCullough probably, not Trayvon Flowers? Right. I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see those. I think Jalen McCullough is definitely a the starter for sure. Right. Um, and depending on what Trayvon Flowers is um, health wise, right?
0: Well, you maybe talked that's about, some yeah, options. You talked, you talked about balen Buchanan. I mean, he's he's gonna. I think they want to find a way to get all the, this talent on the field. So hopefully, you, you expect Lante Taylor to kind of come back into his his role um, uh, and play alongside Bryce Thompson there, and then you have Kenneth George behind him um and some other guys and then obviously Baylen. I yeah I'd, I'd be curious to see if they because they want to get the the most talented guys on the field that that's a that's something they would like to see and and whether that's sean at that star Balen buchanan I, I don't know i think that's an interesting point that i would be uh curious to see right now i think i want sean Schamberger there i just feel like he played that role really really well at the end of the season mm-hmm
1: yeah i think with this um i think he did too especially you know coming off blitzes and things like that it seems like at the end of the season he kind of figured it out right um whereas the end of the season he was kind of running around with his head cut off a little bit but you know he he seemed to figure it out Mm -hmm. and i think he has a lot of upside right there whereas baling buchanan is kind of a a safer option um uh... but i feel like The upside's there for for
0: right? And and does it help maybe moving Bala Buchanan there too? I mean, you got you got Warren Burrell too. I didn't mention him. What happened at the end of the season? Like, where was he at at the end of the season
1: twenty twenty? Um, I mean, I I know Bryce came back, so that was Mm -hmm. it was when Bryce came back, he was kind of just lost. Right. um, But I mean, at that point, I don't think he played necessarily bad, but he didn't. Play very well either.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I mean, he was a guy that was relied on a lot early in the season. You mentioned Bryce Thompson wasn't there, and then you had. Well, yeah, he,
1: he was. He was the starter when okay. when Bryce was out.
0: And then you mentioned, you know, then we we just talked about how Lante Taylor uh, was kind of on the shit list after the uh, BYU game. Um yep. I don't know. I Jerry Prue is going to rotate a lot of guys at that corner position. There's a you know not that not that Taylor and Thompson won't see the majority of the time, but it's a lot of – I mean, think about how often they, they the corners blitz in Jeremy Pruitt's defense. Think about how often the defensive backs blitz. I mean, you can't play a whole game there.
1: Oh, yeah, they'll they'll bring anybody at any time. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think that's what's big with this um, safety group is who can play better in the run game. Yeah. If you can produce in the run game, if you can blitz a quarterback and get, get to them, um, you're probably going to have a, a better chance of seeing the field. And that's, that's why I think Keyshawn Lawrence and, and Denico Slaughter have a good chance of seeing the field early just because they rotate so many guys. Right. Um, you know, at times it, it seems like they have 11 DBs on the field. Uh, whereas uh, that's They do. Not true, do. but it, it, but it well, seems like it. Not 11. But
0: I, yeah. that's another thing I was going to say in terms of looking at these safeties and these defensive backs. I mean – you do have a good – if you're not even that second guy, you do have a good chance of getting on the field, especially on third down. Jeremy Pruitt loves those sets with a lot of defensive backs on the field. You're right. It's not 11, but it's a lot of them in there, especially on Mm -hmm. third down. You're going to see a lot of defensive backs. If you're a defensive back on Jeremy Pruitt's defense, that alone gives you a good chance of being on the field.
1: Right. I want to see ball hawks. I want to see picks. um, I want to see hard hits.
0: I don't, think we, we haven't, be, I don't think the hard hitting is going to be lacking in this group. I don't have a lot of questions about that.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Well, not a lot of targeting, but a lot of hard hits. That's, that's what I want.
0: Right, absolutely. Um, I'm excited for this safety group, this offensive bat group as a whole. Uh, I think Jerry Pruitt has done a good job not only developing, but recruiting that talent as well. And then obviously, you know, this is looking way forward, but to 2021 there's going to be some even more, you know, uh, help on the way coming in that class. Yeah. Uh, I expect yeah. a lot out of these safeties. I know – that's probably – with Naja Warrior leaving, I know that's probably asking a lot, but I feel like you had the chance to – there wasn't a ton of pressure on you last year. You had the chance to kind of develop, and I know two guys were injured. But I feel like that gives you even more of a reason to be better as a group in 2020.
1: Yeah, got to be. Um, Got to be able to develop guys. You know, it took Naja Warrior kind of three years to, right. to figure it out and put it all together. So, hopefully – you know, with the Jeremy Pruitt, Derek Ainsley defense, um, you're able to see these guys develop a lot earlier than you did Nigel Warrior.
0: Yeah, and before we get done talking about, I do want to mention I mean, it's going to help this this group a lot if we actually get some pressure on the quarterback. And um, and there's a lot of questions I know surrounding the uh, the defensive line, the pass rushers. Uh, but if if the pass rush is half good this year, I'm confident that these safeties can create a lot of trouble in the secondary. Yep. You ready to go to Doug's? You ready to talk some Duggerton?
1: I'm baffled. Um, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. We won Natty, an and he's gone.
0: I, I do want to – It's I over. Go, why? I'm not asking why you leave Tennessee. I get that. You want to move on. You want to get more people involved. Why go back to Toledo? Yeah. You, you gained all this publicity. You know all these other schools were watching uh, Tennessee generate these clicks. I mean, ask Georgia and Florida who went, couldn't stop tweeting about it. Why not go to another Division One FBS Power 5 program with – uh, a social media presence—you just you could sell more T-shirts. That's what I don't understand about it.
1: Yeah, I don't get that either. And if you want to go back to back, you're not going to be able to do that, at Toledo.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just I thought Bart. I mean, it makes you wonder: Is Barstool even give a shit about the money? Because they're not going to make any money doing this at Toledo. They're not. They no. had 115,000. That is the dumbest number ever, by the way. 115,000 people watching, and I don't. I'm not making fun of it. I was one of those 115. Uh, watching that national championship game, that's just – it baffles me. A six-year-old video game of a dude who sucks (laughs) playing it. It's mind-boggling, honestly.
1: Yeah, he's not very good. So, yeah, he's definitely not going to win one at Toledo.
0: Not a chance. He plays Tennessee this year, actually. So, a little revenge game for Tennessee to get back on their head coach leaving.
1: I know who I'm cheering for.
0: (laughs) I just – I'm baffled that they didn't go to another – Wisconsin would have been a great school for him. I'm sure – the I'm sure Wisconsin football would have gladly done pretty much what Tennessee did with Duggerton. Maybe I'm wrong. Which was
1: that an option? I see.
0: I don't, I don't think I didn't watch Carousel because I knew he was leaving.
1: I don't, I, don't, I don't think so either.
0: Yeah, I forgot, but I think Michigan State was. I mean, you had power five again. I just don't get if you're, and I mean, you're gonna you've already been to, there. You're trying to generate clicks, is what you're trying to do, and that's mm. just what I don't understand, right? It. It's weird, yeah, I don't it's very strange. You got a most important. Some, of the week? Oh, I'm sorry. I do have
1: most I do have a most important. It's uh Eli Manning got his uh, number 10 jersey retired at oh, Ole Miss.
0: Nice. So
1: uh along with his uh dad and Chucky Mullins are the two others at Ole Miss.
0: Did his dad wear number 10 or did his dad wear 18?
1: His dad his dad wore 18.
0: Okay, so I think we can go ahead and bank on uh uh little Manning not going there, right? He can't wear ten or eighteen. Yeah. And eighteen it's was his, eighteen was not only his granddad's number, it was also his dad's number.
1: Yeah, so he can he can come here and play uh wear eighteen.
0: He does wear sixteen at uh Newman, doesn't he?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I got another man named yeah. most important.
1: Maybe uh, maybe they let they let him wear sixteen here. I'm sure his, his uncle would be fine with that.
0: I think here's my here's my hot take about that. I don't think you should be allowed to retire number okay, that's not true. You should be allowed to retire numbers for, like, very prominent people. Like, New York should retire number two. Right? Like, New York Mm. Yankees, Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, But, typically, I feel like you should just retire jerseys. Because wouldn't you run out of numbers eventually anyways? (laughs) If you had a half-good program? Yeah. And then, like, Johnny Majors, they didn't retire his number, right? They just retired his jersey. Because, I mean, I know A.J. Johnson wore 45.
1: Yeah, but does, has anybody worn it since?
0: Okay, you you stopped me. I don't know. I can pull it up real quick.
1: I d- I don't. I think he was the last person to wear it.
0: Was he? So did it? Get, but I didn't think it got retired while he was there. Did it?
1: Unless I guess, they had it. Did. Yeah. I
0: know. I do know when Peyton Manning retired his. Rick Clausen was wearing it, and he changed to seven at least for that game. I don't know if mm. he finished out the season in number sixteen or seven. That I don't know.
1: Gotcha.
0: I'm looking it up. I'm trying to pull up 45 right now to see, because I I'm with you. I don't know if anybody wears it.
1: Do you have any more most important? Uh, I
0: do have most important. It's a it's a it's another Manning actually. Um, Peyton Manning donated. Uh, nobody wears 45. Peyton Manning donated several to several schools that were affected by the hurricanes in uh, uh, Southeast Tennessee. Um, I don't know if it was just these four, but it was uh, Central East Hamilton. Grace, I believe that's a private school in Ottawa, uh, down in the Chattanooga area. That were They were hit by some tornadoes pretty bad. I think I said hurricanes, sorry. Tornadoes pretty bad in April, I think, maybe March. And he donated, I can't remember the exact number, five to $10,000 to each program. And actually originally did not want them to know that it was Peyton, I don't think. Apparently, this is a funny story. Apparently he called the athletic director, I think of Ottawa, and um, somebody was like, hey, Peyton Manning wants to donate. You know, money to you all, and he thought it was a prank. Like he didn't believe it was real, <laughs> <laughs> which is fair. I don't know if you know if I got yeah. that phone call from about Peyton. Manning, I don't know if I would believe it either. Uh, yeah, I probably
1: think it was a prank too.
0: Yeah, and Peyton, uh, you know, Peyton's always giving back, and it, it's good to see too. He, I don't know what all, if he's involved much with Chattano- the Chattanooga area. He does, fun fact, um, own a golf course or have ownership in a golf course uh, just north of Chattanooga in South Pittsburgh. Um, Isn't he
1: still with? Doesn't he still do, like, St. Mary's and stuff, too?
0: I'm sure. Is there a St. Mary's in Chattanooga?
1: Uh, I, I'm just oh, talking no. about all the St. Mary's. He used to be in, like, oh. every single one of their commercials and everything like that. Oh, I, mean, yeah. so I just assumed that he'd still be with them.
0: Oh, he's very, like, charitable giving. I mean, he – Yeah. The, I think he pretty much – I don't know how it works, but he opened the children that children's hospital in Indianapolis. So, uh, oh. I don't know if it's named for him or what. I don't, I don't really know. But, yeah, I mean, he's always definitely given – Charitably. so Which, uh, the guy can afford it, okay?
1: <laughs> right. Yep. He's not hurting for money. No. Not at all.
0: Um. Any more most importance? More I don't. Most importance? I don't think I have any either. Dude, I do need to say this. This isn't the most important. I was at Calhoun's on the River on Saturday. A beautiful day. It was stormed for like an hour, right? Beautiful day. And, right. man, let me tell you, Neyland Stadium looked gorgeous. I mean... I
1: saw, I saw that sexy. video of you.
0: It was sexy. Like...
1: You're, you're over there drooling. Um, you're spilling some of your, your beer was going down, uh, then your chest. So it was, uh, it was getting into your taco meat. You had hanging out. You're right. going a little, little buttons. I wore an undershirt
0: that day, McGuy. don't get
1: off
0: <laughs> uh, cause I would have sweat through that shirt. It was hot. But, uh, I was, uh, it, that, that, that video was not, uh, candid, but there was a video before I, I cussed in it. So I made Emily take another one so I could mm-hmm. post it. Um, the first video I was just staring at Neeland and Emily was like, What are you looking at? I was like, damn, I can't wait to be there. <laughs> like I just want to be in her so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so fun.
0: <laughs> I miss Neeland Stadium. I miss it so
1: much. Yeah, like, I, I miss can... the troughs. I miss everything like the everything. Me getting like walking home and having to pick popcorn out of my shoes. And <laughs> you no, know, I just I How just you... miss every <laughs> I <you> <laughs> everything about it. Or the peanuts. I guess the, the peanuts. I got to pick peanuts. You'll
0: think you're eating peanuts wrong. I don't eat them. Are they in the box? I can't, be buying, I can't sounds-
1: be buying a $10 popcorn box at Newland Stadium. You know yes. how cheap I am.
0: It sounds like the peanuts are in your shoes. Do you mean like on the bottom of your shoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like pick it out of the, out of the bottom. Yeah, gotcha. sorry. It sounded like you're like dropping <laughs> them in your socks. Yeah. <laughs> Crack open a peanut and just drop Save them that
1: in. for later. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just miss I miss tailgating. I miss dude the walk from the tailgate to the stadium has become the most fun part for me of game days. It's because, tough, but yeah, we get there. <laughs> well, you know, it got a little bit longer this year because of where we tailgated, which I love that mm-hmm. tailgating spot. I I don't want to change yeah. it. And then like I said, this has become one of my most fun parts. Yeah. Like we all started walking together. Everybody started leaving at the same time. It was just a fun time, and, and you know, a little bit of trash talk maybe to other fans. Mostly though, yeah, high five, yeah, mostly high fives, it's harmless, to, exactly. Most high fives to Vol fans, and um, maybe a beer or two on the way. It was a good time.
1: I, I like our, our goodbyes. Um, you know, good. I, I we just like part our our separate ways. Um, we all
0: sit on like opposite ends of the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> we have north, south, east, and west covered.
1: And we always end it with go balls.
0: Exactly. Um, it, it's a yeah. I'm gonna it,
1: shed a tear just thinking about it, man. I, know, I
0: miss it so bad. I miss it so bad. I, I can't wait to do it again. And then the meetup after win after wins. I, th- that's the best because It's electric. It's always when we see each other across the parking lot. It's like hands up. Like, how about them balls? What about them balls? Something along those lines. It's a chest it's a bump. Thing. Yeah, it's a good. We can't be doing that anymore. No more chest bumps. Well, oh, I'll you know, still chest bump you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a, oh, I'm, everybody's, especially, like, imagine... See, that's why you can't have people in the stadium, because if we score a touchdown, I'm high and everyone within a reachable distance to me. Yeah. That's how I've always done it, and I'm not going to change. I'm
1: right. I'm going to change.
0: No pandemic can stop <laughs> me from being who I am.
1: <laughs> Take that, COVID. Um, You got any fails?
0: I do have a couple fails, actually. And my first one, my second one's kind of long, so... My first one is by the Unbiased American Sports. I think you saw this. The They ranked sports by difficulty, and there were 60 total. Some of them, I, I loosely called them. People, they loosely called them sports. Um, I'll just read off the first 10. Fair? Yeah. Um, number one was boxing. Number two was ice hockey, which I'm going to stop there because if you've ever even skated, you know that ice hockey should be number one. Like all, that goes, like, all that goes on in to play ice hockey is probably makes it the hardest sport. To physically just yep. get onto the ice. Um, number three is football. Number four is basketball. Number five is wrestling. Number six is martial arts. Number seven is tennis. Number eight is gymnastics. Number nine is baseball or softball. And number 10 was soccer. I don't, I don't understand how so many combat sports can be in the top 10.
1: Because, yeah, like wrestling, that doesn't make, like, wrestling is fake. Well, it should be like Dead was, Last. I don't think it was that
0: <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> also, EZ, you were going to get some hate from the wrestling crowd for calling it fake.
1: Oh, sorry, Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I've seen some, They when, if you call it fake, they will go after you. It's incredible. Well, it's fake,
1: so <laughs> there you go. I
0: hope you get RKO'd by somebody tonight. Oh, I it too. Me, that would actually be a
1: funny, <laughs> funny me. story to tell people. <laughs> yeah.
0: It would be. I, bet I just don't understand. Like, I feel like half the battle in boxing is being a psychopath, right? Or an MMA. That's half the battle.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of those, like, like, yeah, rugby is another one. Like, you have to be a, a certain amount of psychopath. Like, like
0: you know, you gotta, you gotta throw the ball. You have to catch. Like, you have more athletic movements in it than. And I'm not saying boxing isn't difficult. It's obviously difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be number one, though. Oh, yeah, and it's football, tough. football number three. I don't even know if it's the third most challenging sport I've ever played.
1: No, it's not.
0: I mean, it's there are difficult aspects of the sport of football.
1: If you're able to play it in your backyard, it's not that difficult.
0: <laughs> so Cornhole doesn't, doesn't do it for you? No. No. Also, as a track guy, you might appreciate it. This was one so my favorite event to watch in track was the four x four hundred. And then second yep. was the triple jump. Triple jumps ranked number 34 triple jump you have to be insanely athletic and coordinated to do the triple jump yeah and then think about being good at the triple jump
1: yeah you gotta do it a lot
0: I mean I don't think I don't think we could go and pull okay not you have to I feel like you have to exclude the guys who have done the triple jump but I bet if we went down to Tennessee's facility right now and pulled out three skill position guys gave them an hour to learn it I don't think they'd be great at it no' think probably mediocre that's a difficult thing to do and ranked 34th 34th and you know what i'll concede golf too i don't even know what number it is 51 because like recreational golf i feel like if you get to ride in a car i feel firm in the stance if you get to ride in a car for half of, more than half the time it's not a sport
1: well putt putt killed golf like it, it may <laughs> like uh,
0: that's good yeah there's some um interesting ones, man.
1: My things. my first my only fail is uh, the University of Virginia modifying their logo. Dude, I don't understand. Like they literally just took the grip off of it and made the the V a little lighter. Do you remember what it
0: had to do? With, like it had something to do with?
1: Uh, it was it like had a, it had like with with slavery. Um, I don't I don't know. I just don't understand the the grip on the handle has to do with that right i can't i don't know it, it just it just doesn't look like a big difference to me
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna this is one of those that i have to kind of take a back seat on because i just don't get it
1: yeah no, i don't understand i guess that that's why it's a feel for me i just don't get like if it's you you didn't change it that much if it was a big deal that's fair yeah so
0: um, my last fail. Uh, so I'm going to try to tell this story correctly because it's kind of a long story. But if I don't, and you could sh- go do my fact check for me, uh, I actually retweeted it. So it's on my Twitter page. Um, so somebody tweeted, since we were on the topic of Russian sports, I don't know why we were on that topic, but I guess we were. Uh, Here's a nice cautionary tale on the not really post-COVID world. The Russian Premier League restarted today. I think this was Friday, um, Saturday. And... Uh, Holy crap, did it restart with an enormous and enormously stupid scandal. An entire team got infected. So an entire team tested positive for COVID-19, right? Okay. An entire team. Like, or sorry. An entire, some, enough players inside the facility tested positive that it was determined that the entire team got infected. Like, everyone, including the coaching staff and support staff, had to be quarantined. So they weren't able to play their game on Friday or Saturday. They... Asked the other, so they were like in the one of the top spots for the Premier League, the Russian Premier League, if you know one or two, and the other team they were playing was also in the running for first, second, third place, whatever, like a higher spot in the league. So they asked them to reschedule the match, and they told them no. They're like, no, you have to forfeit. Like we're not going to reschedule, even though their team, entire team, had tested, had been infected by COVID. So this, the team that's infected, decides to send their youth squad. So no one over the age of 17 years old to play this team and they got slaughtered. I think it was 10 to 1 was the final.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah,
0: and they did not let up at all. Like they scored like 7 goals which is more than enough and decided to score 3 more. I think the the youth league scored in the first minute if I remember correctly. That's ins- that's awesome, I guess. That's a good story.
1: Good lord. Insane. That's in like America. It's not even sending your B team. That's like sending your, like, that's like sending the kids of the players to go.
0: Oh, I mean, like, these kids are young. Like, I think there was a 15 and a 16, like, I think several 16-year-olds, I think a 15-year-old maybe, playing in this game. And then they didn't even get to send, like, their first team manager. Like, the manager, the coach that went with them was the academy team's manager. Like, it wasn't sending, they didn't at least get world-class coaching or anything like that. They got their normal coaching. It's sending a youth team to go and get slaughtered by the best, one of the best teams in the best league in the country.
1: Yeah, that's like putting your, uh, like your weakest people on the front lines. So it's
0: yeah, it's exactly
1: it. Setting them up for failure. That's awful.
0: Well, and you know, it's like they either had to forfeit or send this team. And I'm sure the good thing is, I'm sure the youth players were like, "Oh, this is awesome! Like we get to play and we're first team players." Um, So that's cool, I guess. But, yeah, you got – They let
1: them score and got their hopes up, and then they just slaughtered them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they did score one goal, though, which I feel is an important, <laughs> an important yeah. no- note of this story. I'm just like – here's my question. If you're the team that refused to reschedule, do you not understand that that's going to come back to bite you in the ass? Like, at some point, you're going to need something from that other team. Uh, something. And it's not going to happen. Like, they're not going to give you any leeway. Right. That's pretty dumb. Pretty dumb, but whatever. Um, you got anything else? That's
1: all I got. That's
0: it, uh, guys. I want to thank you all for listening. I know it's been a little bit different. Um, appreciate you all always joining us when we're when we're live. Uh, had fun like always. You can catch us later this week. I don't think we decided a day, right?
1: No, we'll probably Wednesday or Thursday. will probably be yeah. so look out for day that. Day we can do it,
0: right? Look out for that show. Uh, we'll be live Wednesday or Thursday night around the same time. Uh, so just make sure you're looking out. And, uh, and then next week we'll be back to normal. Don't know exactly what's on the schedule for uh, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day, but are talking Furman doing, going back to our opponent previews and uh, going to get more in depth with our opponents this year before the season starts, assuming the season starts. Uh, I'm where I'm banking on it. I want to make that walk to Nealon.
1: Just take that George Quarles. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's all we got. Go check out Volunteer Roadshow. They got got a lot more content, a lot more shows on there. Um, keep an eye out for them. And uh, that's all we got. I'm going to go eat some Jets' pizzas. So we're bringing the boat in, and we out.